Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the best new sports podcast in the land. We are blood is thicker than ballers, two brothers, two sides of the coin. We're talking about sports. And today we're talking about the NFL draft, 2021 NFL draft. We're focusing on the first three rounds because that's like the meat of the draft. Those are the guys you expect. Those are the guys you expect to see on Sunday. You expect to see them consistently. Some of them even performing at a high level next season. To get started, you know who we are. Two hosts, one host, Big John Exum. Say hi to the people, John. Hey, people. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day. We got a lot to talk about. This draft was uh, interesting. Um, A lot to talk about. And I am the other host, Robbins. We're excited. We're focused. We're ready. Mm. So, John, the 2021 NFL Draft was, you know, great. Like I said, we're focusing on rounds one, two, and three. Those are where you expect to see your day one starters. You expect to see, uh, you know, your impact players. Not to say other guys in the later rounds can't be, but for the most part, those are going to be the guys you see as the first year impact players mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL. So just give me your, uh, your thoughts on round one. That was Thursday. Give me your thoughts on round one, what you thought about what transpired that first day of the draft. <laughs> All right. So, folks, a um, couple of surprises um, in terms of how it all laid out. Um, but overall, I think a lot of teams addressed um, their needs. So for me, like looking at the draft, um, and I would say this, if I am the GM and the coach in the first round, uh, we need to address our most, our biggest need, whatever that biggest need is, the first round should be where you address that. And then everything else, you you know, you can, you know, move it around and figure out what you want to do, um, in the later rounds based on the available personnel. But I'm a firm believer that your most glaring need is what you always should address in the first round. And looking at the first round, I feel that there are some teams that did that very well. And then there are teams that, in my opinion, did not. And, you know, we'll dive deep into that um, a little later on in the show. Um, But that's my take on um, round one. How about you, Rob? I, You know what? I wanted to focus on like the middle part of the draft because, you know, the first probably four picks, this is kind of kind of set in stone. You knew quarterbacks mm-hmm. were going one, two, three. Um, Atlanta went and got Kyle Pitts. Uh, they said, you know, one of the probably the best non-quarterback in the entire draft. The receivers went high, Waddle, Chase, and Smith. But I, you know, not just because I'm a Giants fan, but I like what the Giants did going back uh you know in the draft pick up an extra first round pick and then of course um getting uh Kadarius Tony out of the University of Florida but mm-hmm. uh not a lot of big surprises I think towards the end of the first round a little bit surprising with some of those picks um but for the most part I think uh you know the drafts went kind of the way you thought it it, it would go just a couple of surprises uh you know, when it came to the end of the actual first round, wasn't surprised at all with the running backs going in the first round. But, you know, all in all, you know, not bad at all. So I would say. What does, uh, but, Rob, what does Mel Kuyper always say? Mel Kuyper always says, 
don't draft running backs in the first round, right? That's always yeah, his, of course. Always don't his thing. Don't draft running backs in the first listen, round. I mean, Najee Harris and uh, Travis Etienne are two really good running backs, and I think they're mm-hmm. going to help their teams year one. That's the thing. People don't, you know, you can say, okay, I'm not going to draft a running back in the first round, uh-huh. but nine times out of ten, the guy who has the biggest impact as a rookie is going to be the running back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, think about it. Like the rookies of, of the year, it's usually it's a running back. Okay. Sometimes it's it's a, it's a quarterback, but running backs do have that initial impact. They don't have the long the durability or the longevity of a lot of other positions. But normally, running back is going to give you really good production. So, in that ilk, John, what do you think was the biggest surprise that you saw in, in the draft picks in round one? What kind of uh, what pick kind of caught your attention? Like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. If if any, maybe there wasn't mm-hmm. one that um, kind of surprised you. But of all the picks that you saw, uh, you know, which one kind of caught you a little off guard or caught you a little by surprise? Um, to be honest, Rob, not, um, not any of them really caught me by surprise. The one Mm -hmm. I was a little concerned about. So, all right. So Cincinnati went with Jamar Chase, right. Mm -hmm. Um, as their pick, I believe when we did our mock draft, I, I said that they were going to pick Penne Sewell as their guy, because let's not forget their quarterback season was ended early yep because of their horrible offensive line okay Mm -hmm. and um yes they also do need a a number one receiver they do need that as well Mm -hmm. but i felt that what we saw from joe burrow the sample size that we saw we can say that this guy is going to be a very good quarterback in the nfl yeah he has potential he has the potential my thing is he is the franchise everybody else Mm -hmm. and, and you know, I'm a firm believer that the cornerstone of your franchise, the first piece you get him is a is an anchor for the offensive line. Then you get yeah. him the receiver. And I felt that this draft has a lot of receivers in it and a lot of good receivers. I understand Jamar Chase, you know, played with him. And maybe that played a role of, of getting him someone that's familiar with him. Uh, but again, he has no line to protect him. So when he says Hutt, He's going to be running in his life for his life, trying to find Jamar Chase. Um, mm-hmm. I believe Jamar Chase, in my opinion, is the best receiver overall in this draft because of his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a monster. I just feel mm-hmm. that, like I said earlier, your most glaring need he should address first in the first round, and I feel that they should have addressed getting an offensive tackle to anchor that offensive line, so that mm-hmm. whatever receiver they get. Which I, which I'm a firm believer they should have taken on their next pick. Whatever receiver they get for their next pick will be can be a playmaker because you got Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Even though he got picked in the first round, there are he other did. guys that um, are really good receivers. There's a lot of good receivers in this draft, and so overall, I'm not n- nothing really surprised me. Well, uh, another one that sort of surprised me was. Carolina going for a corner mm-hmm. when they could have went for like I feel that they should have went and got a receiver because they got a mm-hmm. quarterback they need a receiver they need a big name to throw and and I don't think they did, they would have been able to like looking at the breakdown you I could have had Devontae Smith 
Yeah, they could have got Devontae Smith. That was, you know, he got picked two two picks later. All right. right. They could have had a number of different guys that didn't want to trade but down. See, so here's the thing. I have a strong feeling that had Cincinnati not picked Jamar Chase, Alabama mm-hmm. would uh, I mean, sorry, not Alabama, Miami, who, who who was looking to get a receiver anyway. I yeah. think they would have taken Jamar Chase. Yeah. What would yep. have happened is Jaden Waddle could have fell right into the hands of North Carolina. I mean, of uh, Carolina. The Panthers. The Panthers. Yeah, he could have. I think because um, yeah. Jalen Waddle has that potentially, like, explosive, like, see you later right. kind of speed, a la Tyreek Hill. I, a la okay. Tyreek Hill. And I also yeah. believe, I'm not going to lie, I really believe Waddle and Judy. I I am very curious to see how their careers go. Because remember, um, wide receiver U, which is Alabama. Okay, I don't care what anybody says. It is. Wide it receiver is. U. Is hey, Alabama. Let's yeah. not forget Hands now. Down. Let's not forget LSU is about to have wide receiver U too. Because remember, you got um Jefferson that got drafted last year, 1400 oh, yeah. yards receiving. Oh, yeah, he was he was fantastic. I expect last year. I expect Jamar Chase to be picked up on some fantasy teams. He's oh, gonna yeah. have he's gonna have a plus one thousand yard receiving season um this season. I, I firmly believe that he he may be offensive player of the year. <laughs> Potential, yeah. Potential. I mean, he's going to have the opportunity. You know, Cincinnati's, uh, like, lineup, T. Higgins, uh, uh-huh. Tyler Boyd, and now Jamar Chase. Those are three very good, you know, okay. uh, and, receivers. And who's number one? Jamar Chase. <laughs> of course. Jamar Chase is number, number one. Jamar Chase is a very, he's very your good alpha. Uh, receiver. Yeah, he is. He's an extremely uh, explosive uh, wide receiver, and I like uh, the fact that you know Cincinnati did that. I didn't agree with it. I had Cincinnati mm-hmm. taking Patrick Tertan Jr., so I was way off on that. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, I think for me, looking at the draft, I didn't have. I looked at a lot of mock drafts. Alex Leatherwood. Mm, yeah. Alex Leatherwood. I'm like, who the heck? Uh, how the heck did he get on and get drafted? so high in the first round he wasn't on any of the mocks but i mean alabama if you look they had six guys get drafted in the first round yep tied tied okay. the canes of i forgot what year. yeah but the canes had yeah. six it was a warren sap yeah it was the warren sap draft they had six guys they, i think go that year i mean they had six guys drafted. i didn't see alex leatherwood getting drafted rob they could have had seven they could have had seven because remember barnum wanted to get drafted yeah, Barrymore got drafted uh, early in the second round. Right. He should have been, in so, my opinion, a first-round pick. I like yeah. him. So, I mean, I, I that's interesting. It was interesting to see that pick. That was the most interesting one. Mm-hmm. But, again, I, li- I like what the Giants did. They got a good uh, receiver in Kadarius Toney. Uh, the Bears moved up and got a quarterback. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, being a, being a Bears fan? What are your feelings on the team finally reaching out and getting an elite quarterback, elite talent at quarterback okay mm-hmm. we don't want to say elite quarterback yet but an elite talent at quarterback as uh they took justin fields i'm not gonna lie bro i almost teared up um i was I, and i almost teared up because i was like we finally made the right decision and i feel what we gave up was good like we didn't like give up the house we gave a first mm-hmm. round pick and fourth round pick and this year's first and a fifth round pick which yeah. for me, I was I was really proud of what the team did. I, like I really felt that 
Chicago, of all the teams, addressed their need. Their biggest need was quarterback. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I won't be upset if um, Dalton plays the season next season. I won't, I, I'm not going to be upset about that because I feel that. Oh, neither will I. As yeah. a Giants fan, I won't be upset either. Right. Because the Giants own that first round pick. So understand, we not, I'm not rooting for the Bears to win the game. I want that pick to be juicy. Listen, right? I, want, but, but, I want a juicy pick. Here's the thing, and, 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 and this is what I tell a lot of people when people are like, why are you a Bears fan? I'm like, I it, it's it's just a, it's just a team that I love. But look at the team itself. Like, as poor as their quarterback play has been, they've been a playoff team the last two years. Mm-hmm. Correct, right? They made the playoffs mm-hmm. with poor yeah. quarterback play. Imagine yeah. if they have a good quarterback, what this team can do. Okay, because they are defensively sound, and listen, the defense gets taxed a lot on that team. Mm-hmm. And if they if they can get an offense that can match their defense, listen, this team is winning multiple Super Bowls if they can get that down packed. It, 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 and unfortunately, for the last 10, 15 years, the defense, I, I feel, is responsible for 70% of the team's success. 70, yeah, literally 70, almost 75% of the team's success. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they made the move. They addressed their need. Um. And we're, we're, we're talking about the first round. I'm waiting to see who else they can get because um, there are still some valuable pieces out there mm-hmm. um, to address some other areas. You know, for me, I feel that we, sh- you know, the team really needs to get um, because Kyle Fuller, I believe we we are not resigning, and Kyle Fuller is a guy I like. So mm-hmm. we need to address cornerback. I also feel that we need to address, um, you know, some other defensive, like, like offensively. I think. We have a lot of good young receivers. Um, we have a tight end. Remember, we have a first-round pick tight end, um, Kemet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect him to do big things this year. Um, so I'm excited. As a fan, I'm excited. We addressed our need. Um, hopefully, you know, he gets – to me, I, I wanted him to have a breakout year like um, Deshaun Watson did. Like feeling a little disrespected because because let's be clear, what happened to him is in my opinion a little bit shocking. He was always behind Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. the whole way. Their careers, he was always behind Trevor Lawrence, and people would have expected that he, that Fields and Lawrence would follow each other. You know, Lawrence would go one, he would go two. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. In between, but he just literally dropped. He literally like Zach Wilson. Who listen? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on record, and I'm gonna say this. I believe Zach Wilson's gonna be a bust. Hmm. I believe he's gonna be a bust. Um, I believe in Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is gonna have. I think Trey Lance is gonna have an exciting year. There's another quarterback who, who played at Texas A&M who hasn't been drafted yet. Mond. Um, um Mon, I think he's oh, third he, round. He's third round, he got drafted. And, and if he had yeah, Kellen Mon got drafted by Minnesota. Okay. Listen. So he's probably gonna replace Trevor. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listen. He has accuracy problems, which believe it or not, if you look at Mahomes' career, Mahomes was high 50s, low 60s completion percentage in college. Mm-hmm. And you look at him now, he's the best quarterback 
on the face, you know, in the league. Listen, mm-hmm. Mond um, has a gun of an arm. He has a gun. Um, he gets in the right. He gets in the right on, on the right team that can develop quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be. He, <laughs> he might be the steal when we look at it five years from now. Kill him on. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he, he was good at Texas A&M. He was good, he was good. Yeah, he like he's built. Listen, man, he, oh yeah, he got picked up by yeah, um, Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, he might be, he might be something. So, what do you think about uh, the running back? Because you mentioned, you know, don't take running backs in the first round. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts on the two running backs that did get taken in the first round? Najee Harris, twenty four. And uh, twenty five, uh, Travis Etienne. What, what are your thoughts on that, man? So here's the thing: I like I like both guys. Both guys had great years. I like Etienne a little bit better, a because he's Haitian, and b <laughs> because I just think here's the thing: Najee Harris, he's like your bull. He's like your run you over. Um, he, Najee reminds me more of um, uh, what's his name from Dallas. Uh, Zeke, Zeke, he he reminds me in, in terms of his um, downhill running style. He reminds me of Zeke. Etienne reminds me more of Adrian Peterson, and I'm gonna tell you why. What, one thing about Adrian Peterson is you notice when he breaks a few tackles and he and he begins to accelerate, he gets faster and faster and faster. You notice the guy behind him, the gap is widening as he continues mm-hmm. to go. A ten is that way as well. Like when he cuts through and gets out, and he accelerates, you start seeing you start seeing the gap between him and the guy chasing him expand as he goes down mm-hmm. the sideline. Here's my thing. Yes, we always say that you don't draft a running back in the first round, but in Pittsburgh's case, their biggest glaring need was running back, mm-hmm. and. Uh, James Conner, he had a great, you know, first year and he, maybe it was, you know, not having the OTAs and, you know, the shortened OTAs and not having um, really a preseason, he wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not mad at um, what Pittsburgh did. Like, like I feel Pittsburgh, like I said earlier, first round should be your most glaring need that needs to be addressed. That's what you should address in the first round, and then all your other mm-hmm. needs you can shift those in the in, in the in the rounds after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I feel for them, their biggest need was running back. They addressed that. Now they have other needs as well. I think that they, um, I don't know if they they, they did not draft Trask or Mond. I think that they need to be drafting a successor a quarterback. Yeah, a quarterback successor. Um, but you know who knows. You know, with the news about Aaron Rodgers, we don't know what is bre- what's going to brew or what uh-huh. might happen. And I hope that we get a chance to touch on that a little bit because I have some destinations that I kind of see if a move happens with him, what might happen. Um, well, let's let's go ahead and do that. Let's talk yeah. about that because obviously now the teams that wanted a quarterback have drafted their quarterback. Correct. Okay. So Jacksonville, the Jets, the Niners, they got their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you look early on in the offseason, the Rams got their quarterback. Uh-huh. They got Matthew Stafford. Right. Okay. So I'm looking, so looking now, Aaron Rodgers says that he wants out of Green Bay. Right. Me personally, 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing somewhere else. I think they'll find a way to uh, make it work. Okay. Because okay. Green Bay, because uh, here's why I say this mm-hmm. take a look at the NFC for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's forget the draft for a second. Look at the NFC. Right. Look at the NFC East, right? There mm-hmm. isn't a team in the NFC East that you, like, you're looking at, like, you know what? They about to run the league. They're going to be in the NFC Championship game. There mm-hmm. is not a team in the, in the NFC right. East. Correct. You look at the NFC South, obviously it's Tampa Bay. Right. All right? Carolina's not going to be competing this year. Atlanta mm-hmm. is like a middle-of-the-pack team at best. Uh, New Orleans is putting in a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay? So but they'll be competitive. They'll be, they'll, they'll be they'll competitive. You're right. Uh, like, and then you look, Minnesota. Minnesota is going to is a competitive team. Chicago is a team that can go, you know, depending on, on, on the quarterback play. Detroit is going to suck. Right. They will suck. And then you got the NFC West, which is the toughest division right. in, in the entire, you know, NFL. You got four good teams in that division. Mm-hmm. Okay. So really, Green Bay is Green Bay and Tampa, and then the teams in the NFC West. And if you were to rank them, I would have uh, Seattle, I would have the Niners, I would have the Rams, and then I would have the card. I would have the uh, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, let me switch that. I'm gonna have the Rams, the Niners, the Seahawks, and, and then the Cardinals. Okay, mm-hmm. and see, and Seahawks and Cardinals can, can flip flop. So if I am Green Bay, that's really the the four teams I'm looking at. Like Tampa Bay is going to be really good. So oh, yeah. They signed everybody between, back. They got everybody yeah, back. It's between those six teams. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Aaron Rodgers, Tampa Bay is not going to get rid of Tom Brady. Okay. Mm-hmm. Seattle's not getting rid of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Arizona is not getting rid of uh, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So the only two like legitimate spots, right, that you can see, if San Fran were to say, you know what, we'll give you Trey Lance. You know, and say, listen, we'll get you Trey Lance and our first round pick in 2023, because I think they gave up the 2022 pick already. Mm-hmm. Our first round pick in 2023 and another good player for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's enough for Green Bay to part with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. No. But I can tell you where he could go in the AFC? In the AFC. Where he you going in the AFC? He's not going to Houston. He's not going Denver. to. Denver. Oh, yeah. And, Rob, here's the reason why. Denver has a lot of assets that they could send over um, to to Green Bay. So what is Denver sending over to Green Bay? You're Denver or you're Green Bay. What are you accepting in exchange for Aaron Rodgers? I'm going to hand you on a silver platter. Three first-round picks in the next three consecutive drafts. Okay. I'm going to give you three first round picks. Um, I'll send you over two players of your choice from the roster, not not including uh, Judy. Judy's not. Judy's not. Um, yeah, yeah, you need somebody to throw the ball to. Yeah. Take your pick on who else you want on the roster. We'll take Aaron Rodgers off your hands. Denver. Okay. Denver. Now, also, believe it or not, Rob, here's another destination that is possible. The reason why I say Denver is, here's the thing. None of the California teams, you know, even though he kind of wants to go back to Cali, none of the California, every California team has their quarterback, okay? Mm -hmm. 
The San Francisco thing could be intriguing. Uh, Lynch, in the in an interview he did after the first round, had said that he called Green Bay just to see, hey, you know, is there interest? Mm-hmm. But remember, yeah, but now you drafted 40, your guy. Right. They went drafted the guy. But here's the thing. 49ers are in a win now, are in a win now situation. They have the players, mm-hmm. the pieces. They are in a win now situation. They did their due diligence and said, hey, you know, we'll draft your guy. The thing is, I honestly feel this is going to get ugly, and this is the reason why. You got to understand what I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a diva. He is a diva quarterback, <laughs> and he never forgets. Let's not forget, last season, the Packers traded up to get a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. If you look at, and Dan um, Orlowski on um, ESPN had pointed out, prior to them getting Jordan Love, in the last 10 drafts, they've drafted defense. They have not drafted offense in the first round. Mm-hmm. Now, you can argue and say that Aaron Rodgers, dude, you have a ton of talent. In terms of the receiver, like... Not really. I would but, disagree. But it's Devontae it Adams and it's a whole bunch of other guys. Right, but those other guys are, are okay. They're Because good. They're they play with ball. Aaron Rodgers. That's why. Okay, okay. We, we can make that argument. Okay, you can make that argument. I think their tight end is good. I think he's a legit yes. tight end. Yeah, but they could have had, you know, some great ones in, in the past that they passed up and on. They have a, and they have two good running backs. Like, okay. Okay. And here's the thing. We can argue and debate on what Aaron Rodgers has. Um, I feel the losses they've had has been to Aaron Rodgers not – making the plays that he needs to make in order mm-hmm. to win again that's neither here or there um but i believe he is still salty about them drafting the first round and here's the thing i agree with him in a sense as i'm the franchise you should have reached out to me and said hey look we're going to go this route you're getting older we're going to draft our quarterback of the future and mm-hmm. We're just letting you know that we're doing that in the first round, okay? That would have been it. But because they didn't do that, um, and also something had leaked about um, him not being the problem. So when someone says, you don't be a problem, what are they inferring? That you've been a problem. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, with the whole coaching of, of Matt LaFleur, you know, he was not, you know, like told that that was the direction they were going. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he felt a certain way. Now, listen, the guy could coach, okay? LaFleur's a good coach. Yeah, um, they've been back-to-back NFC Championship games. Right, yeah, so LaFleur could coach. So, you know, we don't need to argue that point. But again, he's the franchise. He's not been made privy to decisions the organization is making. And so he's pissed about it. You know, mm-hmm. he's pissed about it. That's the same issue that's happened with Deshaun Watson. He, you know, Organizations making decisions without saying, hey, this is what we're doing. The quarterback should know this. The quarterback shouldn't be finding this out, you know, on ESPN or on the news. And so, I agree. I agree. So, that is on the front office. You shouldn't right. let him know, hey, right. this is what we see. We see a guy that's potentially going to be a replacement, even though I think now it was too early to exactly. draft a I agree. I agree. But remember, like, Rob, remember, Aaron Rodgers spent three years waiting for them to get rid of Brett Favre. And he's probably pissed. Oh yeah, waiting he, that time. Yeah, yeah, he was pissed. 
So, so now Jordan Love is not in a great position because his quarterback. Because he's not ready. And that's the issue. Not, he's not ready. And I think the reason why this leaked the day of the draft is because that's what they did to him a year ago. He didn't know that they were going to go draft a, a quarterback. And they did it. And they, and, you know, because I told you he's a diva. He's going to, he's going to be very petty. But does that mean diva? Like, his, all right, because you said but, it the other day. Uh-huh. Last episode, you said, what if they draft a guy, they draft your replacement, and it's public. Everybody mm-hmm. knows they're replacing you. Like, if you, if they went to your job, and they hired a guy for the same position you, you're working at, yeah. <laughs> and they say he can work, he can work the same cases or the same area that you work in, <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel salty, too. It right. should make you a diva to think, to, but, to but feel a certain way, because I say, Oh, Your replacement has listen, been drafted. I, the reason why I say Diva is because he's always complaining that he needs help. And I'm looking at his roster, and I'm like, dude, you, <laughs> your defense was loaded. Your defense was, was good enough to make it to the Super Bowl last year. Your offense was good enough to make it to the Super Bowl. It's, and then they it, end up drafting me, Eric Stokes for some right. reason. I don't know why they drafted Eric Stokes. Again, all right? <laughs> so they did that, right? But I'm sitting here like, you're complaining about the things that you need. I'm like, there's other teams. Like, to me, listen, I want Sam Darnold to succeed so much. To stick it to the Jets. Yes, because I yes. like the guy. And the thing is, I felt that he was done dirty because we talked about this last they episode. Did. They did. They did. They did him dirty. He did they not drafted get the him, help. Right? And guess, what the, the and guess what the Jets did for Zach, Zach Wilson? They needed an offensive lineman. What did they do? They traded back up and they drafted um, Elijah. What's his name? Um, Elijah Moore. Yeah. No, Elijah Tucker. Vera Tucker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. They yeah. Got Elijah Vera Tucker traded up and got the offensive yeah. lineman, got, got the guard, and right. then they got him a receiver. Yeah. In the second which, round. Which so, they did not do. They never did that for Sam Darnold. For Darnold. I agree with you 110%. And they I'm like, that. And, they and, never and, did and it. That is why. I like I'm rooting for him to be the comeback player of the year. And I hope that they put the Jets on the calendar for him. Cause I am going to circle that game and watch that game once the rest of the schedule comes out. Because I want him to put I want him to beat the Jets so bad. I want a college football score on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to destroy them so bad. And then as the game is over, stick up his middle finger and just say for what you did to me. <laughs> listen, Sam, if you listen to our podcast, I, I am praying for you to play the Jets. I want and Sam At the Donald. end of the game, put up your two middle fingers to the team and just say F you for what you did to me. <laughs> I want Sam Donald to go 41 or 43. <laughs> okay, for 711 yards and seven okay. touchdowns, five, five touchdowns, no picks, and a rushing touchdown. Okay, because I, I, I don't think he was done dirty. And if you think about it, he was the say he was the third overall pick in in that draft. Right. Okay. And we, mind you, none of us put him on our bus list. Right. Because I think we both recognize the fact that the real bust was the Jets organization. Right. <laughs> okay. That that was the bust. All right. And I think Sam Darnold got done wrong. 
listen, Zach Wilson may be a good quarterback. We don't know. Right. Zach Wilson did not play against like uh, a league competition playing at BYU. And he had a he had a he had one good year. Now everybody's talking about the throw he made on his pro day when he's backpedaling to or sliding to the left, throws it to the right. That's nice. Right. That's really nice. Hey. That's not all, but remember, there's no defense on your pro day. Right. All right. That's an open field. So I like Zach Wilson from what I saw, the little bit that I saw, but I don't know if he's better than Sam Donald. I want Sam Donald to do well. But oh, listen, I am I am you know, Sam Donald. Yeah. I may just but, get a Sam Darnold jersey just to get Oh my gosh. Now <laughs> see, this is where you're going too far. No, because you know that, full well you're not buying a Sam Darnold jersey. Listen, I'll get it at a discount. <laughs> Maybe listen. you can get a Sam Darnold Jets jersey. They're probably 50% off now. Oh, in the first shot. oh listen, man. I okay. I am so I want that guy to make them pay because I okay. Listen, out of that draft, I felt that he was that given the right tools around him, he he'd be a breakout quarterback. And and he was mm-hmm. never given the tools. Like he was yeah. given a bonfire and, and they were like, Well, you fix it. You fix it. No, no that yeah. They they did not do a good job and they did not do right by Sam Darnold. And mm-hmm. I think I like I said, I hope he, he does well. Mm-hmm. But you know, with that being said, I think it's a great time to take a break. Yes. Okay. I think it's time to take a break and we're going to get some words from our sponsors and we are going to come back with some more NFL draft talk, 2021 NFL draft. This is blood is thicker than ballers. We're going to be right back. We're going to be back people. We're going to be back with some, with some news. After a word from our sponsors, and we wanted to talk about uh, the quarterback in this draft. Obviously, this was a big quarterback draft. Everybody, you know, was focused on the fact that the first three picks of this NFL draft were quarterbacks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, for the first time uh, since '67, there were eight quarterbacks select- selected in the first three rounds. Okay. Mm. So just just to go over, that's a that's the most since 1967. So to, just to go over. Of course, you had Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance go one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Also, in the first round, you had Justin Fields and Mac Jones uh, mm-hmm. go to Chicago and New England, respectively. Then, in round two, you had Kyle Trask uh, from Florida get drafted by Tampa Bay. You had Kellen Mond from Texas A&M get drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. And then, lastly, Davis Mills get mm. drafted by the Houston Texans. Davis Mills from Greater Atlanta Christian. Uh, um, by then uh, to the Houston Texans by way of Stanford University. So, okay, so eight quarterbacks in the first three rounds. And like we said in the beginning, you draft in the first three rounds, these are potential starters, okay? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that year one, especially for a position like quarterback, for example. Contrast not playing next year. He's okay, not. He's, 
He's going to learn behind um, Tom Brady. Kellen Mond's not playing next year. He's going to land or, you know, watch uh, Kirk Cousins. Now, Davis Mills, who got dressed by the Texans, <laughs> we don't know what in the world is going on with Deshaun Watson. Okay? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We have no idea. And that is going to be something that has to sort itself out as, as, as the season goes on. But he's a potential starter, Davis Mills, you know, potentially. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the other positions, which quarterback, okay, and, and I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence out of the equation because obviously he's a starter at um, Jacksonville and Zach Wilson is obviously going to be the starter in New York. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take those two guys off the table, mm-hmm. okay? Which guys of the other six do you think can be uh, potential difference makers year one? Difference makers year one? Um, and we're taking out... Yeah, no Lawrence, no Wilson. Because obviously those mm-hmm. teams are rebuilding teams. They're going to have the quarterbacks out there playing. Uh, listen, um, I, it's just something about this guy. Um, I really believe, and this is... Um, <laughs> I really, here's the thing. Um, I think Fields, if he gets a chance to play, it's because um, Dalton is absolutely dreadful. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think Dalton will hold the fort um, for most of the season. So Fields may get some play here or there. The guy that I think might be the guy that gets accelerated in the process, well, here's the thing. Um, I think it's Trey Lance. You think so? Yeah, I think what's going to end up happening, and this is why I, what I envision, I feel that the 49ers are going to play, you know, they've kind of already said that they want Jimmy G to be the guy, right? Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that they're going to play with Jimmy G, and at the eight-game mark, they're going to realize, like, if they're going to realize that, listen, this guy, it, 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 to me, it's just something about Trey Lance, like, just hearing his story, and just hearing how dedicated he is at mastering his craft, mm-hmm. I think that we'll have a Tua situation. Remember last year, you know, Fitzmagic was the guy, and then Flores was like, look, all right, I think Tua's ready right now, and just dropped Tua midseason. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that that might, that might happen with the 49ers. Because, um, you know, listen, Trey Lance is only 20. He is young. But yep. he is a big dude. He is a big dude. And the thing is, I, I just think because of Jimmy G's, <coughs> Jimmy G's history of not being able to stay healthy, I think what will end up happening is Jimmy G may play. He may get hurt again. He may have, a, he, he may have an injury. And they're going to put Trey Lance in there, and he is going to light it up. And then they're going to be like, okay, damn, um, we got a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy might be ready for next week, but this guy just came in and just dropped three touchdowns in 10 minutes. Uh, I don't know if I can sit him <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's the reason why I said that he may have a, you know, being that we're removing Zach Wilson and um, Trevor out the mix, I think he's the closest guy to play. The thing with Mac Jones, I think Belichick won't play Mac Jones this year. Unless, you know, unless Cam is dreadful. Yeah. Like, I expect Cam to have a bounce back year this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so I feel that he'll be able to hold on to the job. 
remember they only signed him for a year anyway. So you yeah. know he's he's gonna be on the market. Um, he's gonna be available next season anyway. So, and also, you know, Mac Jones, his success was predicated on the talent he has around him, and he does not have Alabama talent. Um, yeah, you can't get that. You can't get that in the NFL where right. just about every position on offense is better than the guy on defense. That doesn't work. It doesn't right. work that way. Right. So that's the reason why I think he'll sit. And the other guys, yeah, the other guys like Trask. Like here's the thing. Trask is in a great position because he's because he's learning from the goat. He's learning from the goat, mm-hmm. and I feel like he will be set up. Um, because to me, I feel them drafting Trask. They're basically saying Tom may play this upcoming season and maybe the next season after that. Yeah, and then he may then just buy out. Um, after yeah. that, it'll be Trask's team. Mond, I don't know what it is about him. It's just because he's he's raw um i just feel that um here's the thing the 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 vikings are didn't they give cousins an extension i could have sworn i heard somebody i think they did give him an extension they gave him like another year or so i just think that Kirk cousins um it may not be next season because you know let's, let's be honest minnesota was ravaged with covid issues and they had some issues so they had a bad mm-hmm. year I think they'll have a average year again this year. Um, but it's just something about that Mon kid because he's just a raw talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a gun of an arm. And so, yeah, of, of the options you've given me, I just think Trey Lance is, 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 is and, and, and it's based the biggest on impact. biggest impact because it's based on Jimmy G. It's his injury. He's injury prone. And I just yeah. feel that something's going to happen where Trey Lance is going to get a chance to play and Trey Lance is going is to produce. So I think it's going to be potentially Davis Mills because Houston is in, is going to be a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. They're going to be, they're going to be uh, trash. And I think uh, Deshaun Watson likely will spend a lot of time either on, on the suspension or uh, won't be on the team. So Davis Mills is probably going to be the one that probably gets the most kind of play because I don't see. You think he's going to get play? Who's there? Davis Mills. Who's their backup? Who's on their roster at quarterback? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. Davis Mills is going to be, I think, I think he's going to play. Uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be a terrible team. Uh, Deshaun Watson situation makes it to the point where, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to be available for the team next year. You know, I I just don't think so. So, well, okay, okay. Um, you know what? Let's let's just take a minute to dive into that a little bit more. Okay. Okay. So you said that you don't think he's going to be on the team. So, mm-hmm. notice how the story just automatically just went quiet. Oh yeah, because right now you get the NFL draft going. Right. Um, that is going to be the main focus until the draft is done. They'll jump back on Deshaun Watson because the NFL still has to make a move. The NFL has to realize you can't just let this thing kind of just fester there. And from a fan's perspective, but, but Rob, if I'm a Houston Texans fan, I want to know if I'm going to have Deshaun Watson available for my squad next year. Okay, Rob, but here's the thing. So currently on their roster right now, they have Ryan Finley, they drafted Davis Mills, and they have Tyron Taylor. Do you tell me that you don't think Tyron Taylor will fill in right now? Um, he may start. He may play like the first four weeks, but Tyrod Taylor's never been a long-term solution that quarterback. Right. So but, if if you're Houston, 
you're not playing for really anything, okay? Because your team is trash, and you're not going anywhere next year. Mm -hmm. So why not give Davis Mills the time to to learn? Tyrod Taylor is not going to help you make the playoffs. Right, but the thing is, you're going to suck anyway. So why not just play Tyrod Taylor? Uh, no, he's a veteran. Suck anyway to allow rookie, <laughs> to allow Davis training. Mills to learn. Yeah, four weeks you can learn, and then after that, put him out there. Okay, uh, let him get the reps. Let him get the reps. Uh, okay, let him get the reps. I I wholeheartedly agree with letting him get the reps. But okay, but, uh, okay, Rob. But let's just hypothetically say, let's just say the NFL. Uh-huh. Let's just say this. Let's just say, um, so Deshaun wants to go, and this thing happens. So Deshaun says, "You know what? F it. I'm going to play one more year." He, but then I'm going to. He's going to have to now, right? Because, because Aaron Rodgers being in the market or putting himself potentially on the market mm-hmm. to get traded, he is he is a filet mignon for on on, on the trade market, right now. So the, Okay, but uh, let me finish my point, though. Um, yeah, let me finish my point. So let's hypothetically say this. Let's just say that Deshaun Watson is like, okay, I'm going to have to play for the Texans this year because I because I have to show my worth in order for them to get what they want so I can get out of here, okay? So let's just say the NFL says for the next six weeks, we're going to suspend Deshaun Watson. Let, so let's just say we find out that nothing happens. I can't see six weeks. It's going to... But, Rob, let's just say that they find out that a lot of this stuff was bogus. That a lot of these accusations was bogus. Because, because Rob, here's the thing. No way. No evidence has been brought up. It's just it's, it's just speculation. So let's okay, just say... So let's just say in the next couple of weeks, they find out that this was a... That this was a, a scheme to get Deshaun Watson... They find out that all these things were, were were frivolous. They dismiss them. They get all dismissed, right? The NFL, because of the image, still is going to have to suspend them. So let's say they give yep. him a four-game suspension and say, you know what? Okay, all this stuff was frivolous, but because you put yourself in a situation, you're still going to need to serve time. They, they impose a four-game suspension. The Players Association says, listen, I understand. I understand that you're suspending him. But let's be honest, this this was a hit job on him. And they get a, a, let's say they go, it gets denied. So for the four weeks, you're not going to play Tyrod Taylor. And then, because now he has to now say, I need to have a great 12 games in order to get my stock, you know, back to where it was so I can get out of here next season. So, so you're going to say that, you want to throw the new guy in there. Meanwhile, you can have him just sit, learn, and it, it's probably going to be his job the following season. Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Watson has played his last snap as a Houston Texan. I think it's done. Hmm. I, I don't think, know. I, th- I think it's done. I, I think he the relationship, the relationship is mm-hmm. I think so far gone. And the fact that you had these allegations to where there is listen, he potentially is not even going to be with the squad when they go to training camp, and this thing is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way with this hanging over his head that the NFL or the team is going to allow him to be with the, with the squad as they train for training camp. No way. Mm-hmm. He will not be with the team. So he's going to be out 
away from the team for the entire offseason. You got these allegations over his head. And on top of that, he asked to get traded. No, mm-hmm. I think it's over with. Okay. I think it's over with. The only problem now is that because of these allegations, his stock has dropped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because nobody wants to trade for him not knowing what the situation is with those allegations. Mm-hmm. But Deshaun Watson may be on the bench for a while. I really, I really think that's going to be the case. So why I think Davis Mills is going to be um, probably see some time at quarterback in his first season. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, we, we talked about the quarterbacks. We talked about Aaron Rodgers. But let's talk about some of the teams, okay? Houston, uh-huh. you know, is a team that we don't think is going to get much better because, you know, they didn't have a first-round pick. Why? They traded it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some teams that I think got better on paper. That's really all you can get better on when it comes <laughs> to the draft. You get better on paper. It's not like all of a sudden you're going to win, like, four or five more games because you drafted one guy. Mm-hmm. So – let me know what you think, which teams you think got better after the first three rounds of the NFL draft. All right. One team that I think that got better that, you know, we, um, to me, I think the Giants got better. That's right. You know they did. Giants got better. Um, another team that I think got better, uh, the Tennessee Titans. Okay. I think got better. I actually like Caleb Farley, um, them drafting Caleb Farley, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. There are a couple of teams that are on the cusp of being powerhouses, and I think Tennessee and Indianapolis are those are those teams. Um, mm-hmm. Another team, believe it or not, that I think got better, um, even though they didn't get the guy they wanted, was the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? Micah Parsons has the capability of being a great player in this league if he okay. is focused on football. Um, we, we all know that the Cowboys, Jerry loves those guys that have edge, okay? He, mm-hmm. he is known for drafting guys that have had <laughs> some issues, okay? Um, but I do feel, and, and I'm going to say this, the Cowboys' problem is not on the offensive side of the ball. Okay, mm-hmm. the Cowboys' problem is on the defensive side. All right, mm-hmm. I think uh, you know Dak being paid. Dak is going to play. Um, I don't think he's going to have a lot of empty yards this season. I think he's he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder to prove that he's worth that forty million because he he has now set the market. Okay, yeah, um, even though he's not the best, he he's not the best quarterback. But but... He's not the best quarterback, but he has set the market. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Baltimore got better because remember, Rob, what did I say in the beginning of this podcast? I said you draft your immediate need. And what did the Baltimore Ravens do in round one? They got Rashad Bateman. Exactly. They needed a big receiver and they went and got him. All right. So mm-hmm. um, I've always said that, that the knock on Baltimore is they don't have a big play receiver that Jackson can throw the ball to. They now have that guy. He's going to be yep. their number one day one, okay? Um, listen, believe it or not, I think Cleveland got better, okay? Mm-hmm. Cleveland, um, you know, they've had some issues on the defensive side of the ball. Greg Newsom, the second, I think is going to be a very good corner in this league. 
they, you know, they had decent corners already. So I think that they'll be better. Um, and honestly, I think for me, that's really, you know, like, like I think the Dolphins will be better. Um, the Dolphins will make the playoffs this year. I think the Dolphins will make the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I know yeah. you say New England will. I think the Dolphins yep. will make. I think the New England will make the playoffs. Okay. I think New England will make the playoffs. All right. How about um, you? Who do you think? Uh, I think the obvious one of the obvious ones is Jacksonville. Jacksonville got better. They got a quarterback. They have a good running back in Travis Etienne. They also got a really good uh, offensive tackle in Walker Little. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They they did some things. I really like what they did. Uh, they're a young team. You also got Tyson Campbell, uh, who was a better corner of the UGA corners. Uh, Eric Stokes got drafted in the first round, but Tyson Campbell, I think, is a better uh, right. I corner. Agree with that. So uh, I think Jacksonville got got better because you know they're not going to be a playoff team next year, but. They're going to have – they have pieces. I can see Walker Little being there for years. Etienne, Trevor Lawrence, of course. Right. And um, Tyson Campbell. These are, you know, some of the uh, pieces I think they'll have that allow them to be uh, competitive as time goes on. So Jacksonville got better. I think the Jets got better because they finally did some stuff that they hadn't done before, getting offensive line help and offensive weapons for their quarterback. Oh, so they'll um, win – so how, how many games did they win last year? Two? Right, what three, two or three? They'll right. win like four or five. Five? Um, you think they get to five? I don't think they get to five. They can get to five. They can be five. They'll be five and twelve. I think Zach Wilson's going to lead the league in interceptions. That's what I think. That's possible. <laughs> That's possible. He's going to throw a lot of them. That's very possible. Uh, listen, the Falcons. I think, like I said, they were a a bad team last year. They'll be nine they and eight. Have remember, we got, we got seventeen games this season coming. Yes, they have nine potential eight, to be. They got potential to be a middle a middle team fringe playoff team. I think they got a weapon in uh, Kyle in Kyle Pitts. Oh yeah, they do. Uh, and they also got Richard Grant. Richard Grant is a good, uh, you know, safety slash corner uh, that they got in the second round out of uh, Central Florida. He can play. Right, but do so, you think, Rob? Okay, Rob, let's talk about the Falcons because we both live in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, offensively, to me, I think offensively they were fine, but defensively they have massive holes. Do you think that they've done enough on the defensive side of the ball to address their issues? I think they have some good talent on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I think they have enough talent to win nine to ten games. So go 10, 10 and seven. And seven. They can go 10 and seven. Now, I don't know if they're a playoff team. I don't know if they're a playoff. I don't know. But I think they'll be better than what they showed last year. I think okay. Atlanta got better. Okay. I think Atlanta definitely got better. And of course, I would be remiss to not mention my Giants got better. Mm-hmm. I'm more I'm I'm excited. Like, um, because honestly, watching the draft, I wanted um Rashawn Slater. That's the guy I wanted us to take. And I didn't think he'd be available at 11, but he was. So I expected the Giants to take Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. But they opted to go and get more picks next year. So potentially, if our offensive line needs help, we will have the requisite pieces to uh, you know, get more offensive line help next year, if need be. And the Giants uh, did not draft any offensive linemen in, in, in the first three rounds. So they got Kadarius Tony, 
mm-hmm. they got uh but the Aziz Ojolari right uh as the uh we had him in the late first round getting drafted he got we they, we picked him up in pick 50 and then they got another corner in Aaron Robinson we don't need any more corners right we got Bradbury, Adoree mm-hmm. Jackson, Julian Love, Darnay Holmes, and now mm-hmm. we got this Aaron Robinson guy. We have all the corners we need, okay? Mm-hmm. And now it's time to focus on that on, on that O line, and I think the Giants, uh, you know, got better. The hope is that they get a starter, okay? They they definitely, you know, if you look at what what happens with the rest of the draft. They're going to need a starter, either undrafted or so. They need a starter on their offensive line. So that's going to be extremely important for them to get when it comes to the uh, New York Giants. But those are the teams right. that I think got better. Jacksonville, right. the but Jets, here's the thing, Rob. But the Falcons and, and the Giants. Right. But, but going back to the to the um, Giants, James Hudson out of Cincinnati still available. O line. Um, there are some. You know, there's still some. So one of the things about this draft is, is, is they said that there are a lot of um, good offensive linemen in this draft. So there are some people we'll that see. are still out there uh, we'll see. that can make an immediate impact, um, which I'm surprised. I, the thing is, I am surprised that they did not draft an O-lineman in, in one of the three rounds. I feel that they should. Well, only because they had a chance to get another first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that, That's what makes it cool cool with me as long as they said okay we're not going to draft a lineman i would say why in the world would you not draft a lineman in the first round especially if one of the better ones is available mm-hmm. we got a chance to move back in the draft still get an impact player and get another first round pick for next year mm-hmm. that right there to me will make it worth it but i do feel that they will draft some old linemen because there's still some good old linemen um out there um and so mm-hmm. um Knowing that they have that extra, um, what fifth round pick this season, um, I, I would be, you know, I think that you might see a lot of old linemen going these rounds here. And there's some guys that you know, yeah, will get picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I just want to mention um, the L.A. Chargers. They got uh, Rashawn Slater. And they also yep. got Asante Samuel Jr. Yep. So those are two two um, good picks too. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know coming in, into the draft, there were ex- expectations. Teams pretty much hit hit on expectations. I think for the most part, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of like major major surprises, but for the most part, I think this draft, uh, especially these first three rounds, have lived up uh, to the hype. Some players got drafted a little, a little lower than expected. Others got drafted. A little higher. So I think what are your final thoughts about our conversation so far in these first three rounds? Um, overall, I think you know, to me, I think more teams than not did the right thing in the first couple of rounds. I'm I, I still have some questions for some other teams. Um, uh, but but I think overall this was a good draft um for quite a few teams. Um, but again, you know, this is all paper. We'll see how it translates. Um as the season begins, because let's not let's not forget, you know, we've had in the past a ton of drafts that have, you know, high expectations. And you look at the rosters, you're like, oh, man, it's, you know, these right here are great picks. And then 
you know, the players who got drafted in places where we thought that they would be great fits ended up being bust. And so mm-hmm. yep. we, we know for a fact that there's going to be a percentage of these guys drafted that will be bust. Mm-hmm. All right. There's going to be yeah. a percentage. And so I feel overall, a lot of teams did the right thing. Teams that I question um, are the Raiders. Um, you know, I still have questions. Of, the Raiders definitely, of all the teams that I drafted, they're like on top of my list in terms of decisions they made early. I think they could have went other, they could have went with other options early because um, some of their decisions, in my opinion, didn't make any sense. But, you know, we'll see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. But um, I am looking forward to this season. I'm looking forward to some of these guys um, playing. Um, there are a couple of guys that I am rooting for who got drafted low, who I am rooting for, and I would like for them to to outshine some of the guys that were picked in the first round. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting season, and I can't wait to see these guys play and become impacts on their on their rosters. Yep. I think, you know, like I said, some teams got better, but I'm really going to be interested in seeing how these quarterbacks pan out, mm-hmm. and I'm really going to be interested to see how all these offensive linemen pan out. There's a lot of offensive linemen. Yep. They've been drafted in the first three rounds. So that's yeah. going to be interesting to see if offensive line play improves uh, in the NFL. But, guys, we want to know what you think. Uh-huh. Hit us up either through email at, bro- at bloodbrothersballin at gmail.com. That is bloodbrothersballin, B-A-L-L-I-N, at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram, brothersballinpodcast, at brothersballinpodcast podcast hit us up tell us what you think we appreciate the feedback we appreciate you guys reaching out and being a part of the family being a brother we love you sister think yeah i don't know why i keep forgetting i'm sorry don't forget the sisters don't forget them you know yeah we need to see some more love from from the from these sisters so uh blood brothers uh balling at gmail.com brothers balling podcast on instagram Hit us up. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. And of course, we'll make, we'll make changes uh, as needed. So until next time, this is Robin's Exume. And then that's Jonathan Exume. Yep, it's John. Blood is certainly thicker than ballers. You guys take care. Peace out. Peace out. We love you.